Hey, it's Carrie from HGTV's Extreme Makeover Home Edition. I just started listening to the Purple Pants podcast and I absolutely love it. It's a Purple Pants. It's a Purple Pants. It's a Purple Pants podcast. Love you, Bryce. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of the Purple Pants Podcast. I am your host, Bryce Isaiah, and I am so excited that you have tuned in to this week's episode, okay? Listen, I'm trying to get some entanglement with y'all going on. What's popping? Welcome back to my Purple Pants Posse. And welcome back to our first time and new listeners. I'm so excited that you're here with us this week. But listen, you know I gotta ask a favor. Before we get all entangled up and everything, make sure you subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you write a review. Make sure you give your baby boy some five stars. Definitely helps the podcast grow and helps me produce the feedback that you guys are looking for. Now what's the tea? What's been going on? I hope everyone's been safe, happy, well living a best life, okay? Because listen, 2020, 2020 has been a rough year, okay? But despite the rough year, we need to make sure that we are living our very best life and being our true self, okay? Unapologetic. Now, what your baby boy been up to, you already know. So listen, you get ready. Get ready for it, okay? You ready for it? Is you ready? Because you know, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been busy as a quarantine. Be, be, be busy as a quarantine. Be, B, B, brrr, quarantine B. <laughs> okay, listen, I will remix it, pop it, okay, fry it, put it in the oven. Okay, I don't know why I just like saying busy as a quarantine B, B, B. Woo! But yes, your baby boy has been busy. I got my hands in so many different kitchens. I've got so many projects that I'm working on that some of them I can't say just yet, but they'll be coming out very soon. Other things is just regular everyday life, you know, managing my friendships, managing my personal relationships with my family, managing my work life, managing the podcast. It has your baby boy all over the place. But in true transparency, okay, your baby boy was in his feelings this week. I really felt like I was tried. Like, you know, I I always feel like I'm being tried but I felt like somebody was really trying me and I literally had to go back and listen to last week's episode when I was speaking to myself and to the posse that like let your light shine don't let don't ever dim your light to make someone comfortable and I just don't think you guys know how true that really rings for me and just everything that I'm dealing with personally and I just have a lot of like you know new levels come new devils okay y'all heard that before because it's definitely true and just with all of the activism that I've been doing and speaking out and I have had so much support and I have thank 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 everyone that has supported me but at the same time I got like you know little some haters in the background and what surprises me about haters the most is that like it's always you and your mind you imagine what haters look like but in reality haters are so much more closer to you or so much more 
like you know they 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 look like you and you know it, it's just oh baby what i have learned is that as i find my voice and that i am proud to say who i am where i've come from and what i am and that i'm a gay black man and i will scream that to the top of my lungs from the top of any mountain anywhere i go because that's my story that's what i've been through and if that bothers somebody it's not my problem. And that's just really what I've been dealing with, that as much as I come into myself, I, the more naysayers, you know, new levels, new devils. And I got to be honest, Purple Pants Posse, y'all know I'm on a roll for a better Bryce. I truly am. I try to, I strive to do better. I try to be better, but I am only human. And so with some, you know, when I heard some rumblings of people wanting to just just generally hate on me because of their lack of education, their lack of understanding, their lack of empathy, that it really kind of upset me. And just I was in my feelings, okay? It bothered me. But I had to remind myself and that I had to remember, don't nobody know my story. Don't nobody know the struggles that I've been through. I know the struggles that I've been through. And I don't need any justification i don't need anybody to pat me on the back like i know what i've been through and i know the hurdles that i've overcome and i can see the difference i can see the growth and listen if it bothers you it bothers you because guess what your baby boy ain't stopping okay ain't stopping i am who i am and if i bother you then you need to take a look at yourself because i ain't i ain't bothering nobody i'm not bothering you but if I bother you that much, then you need to take a look at yourself, okay, my friend? So your baby boy had to do some self-assessment, some just checking in to be like, ooh, why does this bother you so much? Where are these triggers coming from? And I had to realize that it hearing those rumblings of somebody not truly wishing me well brought me back to a space of me being in like the fourth, fifth grade when I got teased and like that and, and, and the anger that I had because I, I didn't know why and I didn't understand. And it was like this such sweet, innocent Bryce who just really wanted to love everybody and be everybody's friend was teased and villainized. And so I had to remind myself that baby boy, that, 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 that this is what the trigger is. And like, you know, and I had to process that, had to talk through with some friends and I'm so grateful that I have an amazing support system in my life because I truly realize that other people don't have that type of support system and that I do and that I don't always have to agree with my support system. I could argue with them. I could yell at them. But at the end of the day, I know that they see me for the person that I am and they respect me and want the best for me. And so with all of that, I've just come to the conclusion that, listen, your baby boy, I ain't stopping. I ain't stopping. And if I'm bothering you, okay, if my being bothers you, then baby, you better get ready because I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> yes, Purple Pants Posse. I appreciate y'all so much because I have a place that I can vent. I don't have to let it boil up inside of me. So thank you so much for listening because I just had to get that out. I had to get that out. And ba- you know, your baby boy is wetting his whistle too, okay? And this week, your baby boy is wetting his whistle to some Tito's. The liquor stores in Philadelphia opened back up. I didn't have to wait in a long line, so I was able to get my Tito's. I got some, I had some watermelon. I had some lemonade. I blended it up and baby put some ice in it, okay? Ooh, 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 hold on, wait. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me wet the whistle. Mm, 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 mm. <sighs> ooh. So on to this episode. I am so excited. Let me give you the rundown, baby. We got some church announcements. We got some really great church announcements this week. And on the menu, 
This week, I got Jada Pickett-Smith and Will Smith. I talked about her last week with her, you know, entanglement with August Alsina. And she brought herself to the Red Table Talk. And I want to break that down for the Purple Pants Posse. I'm so excited to welcome Francesca Hoagie to the podcast. You know that she is a love counselor, a life coach, and a matchmaker. So I was able to kind of ask her some questions for the posse. You know, with this quarantine and dating and like what that looks like. So we really had a great conversation and baby, it kind of went left a little bit. You know, I'm trying to, you know, help the posse and, you know, Francesca really gathered my soul and really kind of put me where I needed to be put. So I'm so excited for that segment. Of course, we've got advice with Bryce this week, Barb's message and freak of the week. So listen, buckle up. Okay, the plane getting ready to take off. Oh, let's get it started. Let's get into these church announcements. Welcome to church. Welcome to church. It's a church announcement, so now. Welcome to church. What's up, Purple Pants Posse? E. Berrios here to announce my new single, Too Much. It drops Friday, July 17th. Bryce already heard it. He set us a vibe. He set us a jam. And you hear about it right here first on the Purple Pants Podcast. So please, stream the new single, Too Much, July 17th. Bryce, I appreciate you, bro. I'll talk to you soon. E. Berrios, gone. On Wednesday, July 15th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, the Soul Survivor Organization and Rob has a podcast with the AV Club is hosting Whose Tribe Is It Anyway? A panel on LGBTQ intersectionality on Survivor. We know how Survivor handles race, not in a good way. But what happens when race collides with LGBTQ issues? Please join us for our conversation. We hope to see you there. You can visit JatiyaPhD forward slash LGBTQ to view. Thanks, guys. Hello, you good-looking Purple Pants podcast listeners. How are you doing? Uh, probably pretty great because you're listening to this awesome podcast by the dashing, supportive, wonderful Bryce Isaiah. I, I hope you are enjoying this, uh, maybe out in the sun, laying on a lawn chair, someone you love massaging your feet. I am... Just so excited to be a part of that experience. I'm Hannah Shapiro. Like Bryce, I once lived on an island a long time ago, and now I'm a podcaster. For my special temple announcement, I am very excited to tell you about my brand new podcast, Pawnee Public Radio. It's a Parks and Recreation rewatch podcast. My co-host Will and I will be breaking down every episode, telling any funny stories it inspires, and hopefully having some cool guest hosts on along the way. So if you want to find us, go to PawneePublicRadio.com or search that into iTunes. We are our own podcast feed, so we would love it if you join in and subscribe. You can also find us on the Bird Social at Radio Pawnee or at my own handle at Hannah Lil Nesson. Thank you so much for including me in these announcements. Purple Pants Forever. Peace. It's a man who is a menu. Me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who is a menu. Me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. Mm-hmm. 
get in the menu started, I have Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith. And listen, this week, Jada brought herself to the Red Table Talk on Facebook, and her husband, Will Smith, was there for her support. And ooh, 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 listen. So I reported to you guys last week that August Alsina, the singer, came out in this interview for promotion of his album, that he was in a relationship with Jada, and that essentially she she broke his heart, and that Will gave him permission to date Jada, and that there are reps from Jada's camp saying that Jada didn't know what he was talking about and that, you know, reps from Jada and Will both came out during that week and said that they were both blindsided by the story and then Jada took to Facebook to say that she was bringing herself to the red table to talk about it and woof listen, this Friday she dropped her red table talk. Now First thing, I have to be honest, that I was so surprised at how real and candid Jada was that she actually admitted that she was in an entanglement with August, okay? Yes, entanglement. That's very rich people talk for a relationship. And even Will kind of called her out on the red table when, and it said that you're saying entanglement, but what does that really mean, Jada? And so she said, yes, a relationship with August. Jada also went on to say that her and Will at that time were separated, that they they hated each other, that they did not see themselves getting back together. So Jada was free to do whatever she wanted and more power to her, okay? Because listen, I had to look up some information and Jada is 48, August is 27, and Will's oldest son, Trey, from his previous marriage is 27. But listen, we won't even get into that. But what Jada had essentially said was that when the family met August, he was very sick, which we know this after August came out with his big hit, I Love This Ish. Then, you know, he released a couple of other albums and singles, but then August's personal life started to take more of the headlines. He got very sick to the point of almost death. He lost his sister. His mental health was at question. And a lot of celebrities rallied around August for his betterment. And Jada and Will were one of those people where they, even on the red table, they said that they helped get him treatment and really kind of got him to a better place. All the meanwhile, Jada and Will's relationship was in turmoil. They had agreed to separate and that they could live their best life. And August was a shoulder that Jada could entangle with. Well, the fact that they were so honest about that really kind of like lowered my anxiety about this because I was worried that they was going to get on here and this be a PR stunt and they just say that like August and her just had a friendship and that August took it somewhere else. But no, I, to my surprise, Jada owned up to her entanglement and what I really loved about the red table was that Will was like no matter what I'm always going to be here to support my baby now, there were a couple of times when Jada was talking and the camera would pan to Will that he looked visibly uncomfortable and obviously I'm sure he does not want to be sitting here on a TV show that his wife hosts talking about his wife's other relationship with another man while he was still married so I get that but Jada made it also very clear that Will was doing his own thing and it was funny because they were bantering back and forth and, and Will was like I'm gonna get you back and Jada's like I think you've got me back a whole bunch of times alluding to a lot of you know other little stuff but listen this is not what we reporting today another thing that Jada and Will touched upon was that they didn't really want to come forward because they felt like the climate of what's going on in the country that they didn't want this to be a headline however you know black twitter made it a headline and was a thing and so that they wanted to actually speak their peace and in speaking their peace they actually cleared up that jada and will they 
said together that they spoke to no press. So the stories of that Jada's representative said that she never dated him and that they were blindsided, that they are saying that that was all false and lies. Now, some of the tea that Jada was dropping subliminally was that she was saying that after her in August entanglement ended, that August no longer wanted to speak with her because Jada and Will kind of had reconciled. And Jada and Will spent a little bit of time talking about how they never thought that they would be able to reconcile, that the place that they were at was that they hated each other and that like true love is like, you know, let it go. And if it comes back, it's true love and that they really kind of found a deeper meaning for love and that relationships of long terms you go through. It's a roller coaster ride. You go you, through your ups, you go through your downs, but at the end of the day, you ride out for your partner. Now, back to what I was saying about Jada in the little shade that she was throwing because she said very clearly on the red table that after she reconciled with will august no longer spoke to her like she has not spoken to august since then and that's been about almost three and a half four years which brings me to what i was saying on last week's episode to why now why now august and for me what smells funny about august and again i don't want to take away from august's truth because if this is how he felt if this is what he wanted to say Fine, say it. But why are you saying it now if it's been four years, same week that your album dropped? Like, that's what I just find is like, I don't like that funny money stuff. Like, you know, if you, you know, like, if you want to speak your truth, just speak your truth. Not to just, you know, promote your album. I would have much more respected August if he was just doing a random interview and this came up and, you know, he spoke about it. But the fact that, like, you know, you got this album and you want to get your name in the headlines, I don't know. That's a little mm-mm-mm. I think Jada touched on it when she said, I haven't spoken to August in almost three and a half years. So I'm confused as to why this was coming out now. In the end, to take away from the Red Table Talk was, listen, Jada got into an entanglement. Okay, when she was separated from her husband with a much younger, delicious man. However, she got back together with her husband and they are more solid than ever. And I think that it was great that Will was there to support his wife and its power in telling your own story. When someone else speaks upon what happened and you don't speak out, then you kind of let the narrative run its course. And so I think that it was great that Jada went on her own platform to talk about her own personal life. And I think I read some headline this morning that her Red Table Talk Broke her record for 12 million views in one day. Listen, tell your story. But listen, what I'm trying to figure out is in my life, how can I get entangled with the right type of gentleman? Okay. But listen, let's get into this next segment. Keeping the menu rolling. I am so excited that I have my friend coming onto the podcast. Now, mind you, she a friend in my head, a friend in my heart, a friend in my soul. And she may be a friend to some of you. I would like to welcome my friend, Francesca Hoagie, to the Purple Pants Podcast. Hey, Bryce. Bryce, Hi. by the way, I'm your real friend, too. Yes, I mean, okay. yeah, real, real friend, too. <laughs> real friend we just had know. a whole real friend conversation oh, okay. before this before we hit record which we're not gonna talk about listen we just had a whole podcast before the podcast before the podcast okay but for people that don't know who Francesca is, listen, okay, she is a former former Survivor contestant from Redemption Island and the Caramoans, okay? And if that's not all she is, she's a love and life coach, okay? If you enter the sound bath, baby, she's a sound bath pro, okay? And she is a professional love matcher. Okay, yes. So... 
got so much I need to get it. I, I have to unpack from you. First of all, girl, tell me what a sound bath is because I always see you on your Instagram and mm-hmm. I love it. And I like, I'm like, oh, child, I'm dirty. Like, sound bath me clean. <laughs> So a sound bath is basically a meditative experience where different instruments are played at different frequencies, um, different tones in order to bring like use the vibration because that's what sound is. Sound is vibration. Use like harness the vibration and the power of that sound to just bring more balance and healing to your body basically it's like um nutrition for your nervous system oh mm. I, mm-hmm. I, i'm here for it i i love it and the next time that you do one on your instagram i'm going to i'm gonna get naked and i'm gonna like you know because i need the vibrations i can't let no underwear box i need the vibrations to flow through me so you i can do you I do can be cleansed you and will, then, yes i <laughs> also left out that you are the host of a very successful and if you have not checked it out the dear franny podcast first of all she snatches my soul each and every time so if you have not checked that out you are doing yourself a disservice and you need to get into it today (laughs) thank you bryce well the episode that you did um everyone needs to check out bryce's episode of dear franny was I actually recorded a video recently about this episode because first of all I laughed so much that I was actually in my head I was thinking oh my god this is going to be a terrible episode because all it is is me laughing like it's like who wants to hear me just laughing hysterically at everything that Bryce says but it is actually probably my favorite episode I've ever recorded it's so I listen back to it and I'm like oh my god this is so good you're just you know, I just, I just adore you. You're the best. You're the best. But one quick thing I want to say about the sound baths, because I had been doing them every Sunday on Instagram for 17 weeks in a row. Um, but I'm giving myself a break. So last Sunday was the last one for a while, but on my IGTV, you can cat. I have recordings of some past sound baths and including the one from Fourth of July weekend. So I recommend you just going and checking it out. You know, when you're ready, you can just lie down, put some headphones on, put an eye mask on, and just have a real beautiful meditative experience. Yes, that that literally is going to be my Sunday because I <laughs> I'm so serious because I I'm so stressed not stressed but there's just a lot of moving parts in my life right now that are causing me to like be so I I can't even put a word to it but I I need a release I need to just like check back into myself yes. and. I love the fact that you talked about our the podcast that we did together. Um, I loved that podcast so much because one, I don't always find myself being like authentic and especially like in the love scenario. So I truly enjoyed that podcast just because I felt like I on an open forum, I was just being authentically myself and talking about like some of the issues that I struggle in my love life and you gave me like homework and I've really been since then I I'm always one for like self-assessment you know meditation therapy whatever that like whatever you consider that to be and so the homework that you gave me really kind of like sparked so much in my own self-growth that Mm -hmm. I 
I love it. And it, at the same time, I, I also was cussing her out because I'm like, why she had me in my head? And why she having me do this stuff that like it's critical thinking about yourself. And sometimes people find it like, you know, it's so easy for us to give advice to other people. But when you actually like have to take your own advice and when you actually have to like sit in your own thoughts, like that's a whole different conversation. And so it like, you know, challenges me in ways of like, you know, why am I still single? Why have relationships not worked? And like, you know, and, and everything, which is funny because I always be like, it was him. It was him. The DMs, the taxes, but <laughs> it all comes back to me. And it's like that. And that that is a an interesting and like, you know, a topic that is hard to grasp, but it also is eye opening, uh, which is yeah. why I wanted to have you come on the it's a purple pants. It's a purple pants because with <laughs> this COVID, I grow crazy. You know I'm crazy. I, 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 listen, I'm trying just, to control my laughter. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I love it. But I feel like, you know, uh, my Purple Pants Posse, we go together. And I feel like a lot of the times when I'm transparent and I like bear myself to them, I get so many emails from people saying like, oh my God, Bryce, I'm going through the same thing. Oh my God, I can't believe you talked about that. And so for me, one of the things that I am, I don't know necessarily like struggling with, but like, you know, dating and like, you know, during this COVID time and like, what does that look like? And how, what is appropriate avenues to find people to date? And what is appropriate, like with social distancing and all of that? And like, I'm just like, you know what? I, I don't know. No, let me go to the source. Yes. Let me go to the Mecca. Okay. <laughs> let me write, dear Franny. I am here for you. I am here for the purple pants posse. Let's let's do this. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, I don't even know what to start. I'm just saying, like, okay. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here, I'll here, I'll I'll just tell you generally, and then you can ask me any questions, and you know, we can go whichever direction you want to take this. But in general, I think that now is actually a good time to date if you are looking for a relationship. If you're not looking for a relationship, if you're just looking for, you know, just to have fun, date lots of people, just, you know, get your freak on, whatever. That's great. That's beautiful. But it's not a great time for that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But if you're at a place in your life where, um, and by the way, I've been in that place in my life and it was great. I loved that place when I was there um, until I didn't. And then I was like, okay, now I I need more. Um, But if if you're looking for a relationship, now is a good time to date because of COVID, because we don't have all of the distractions that we normally have. You actually have an opportunity to slow shit down not just fall like immediately into your old patterns because you just physically kind of can't do, you know what I mean? Like there's right. too many, too much disruption, right? Um, and so you actually have a chance now to, when, when you do connect with people, to go deeper, get to know each other more, you know, maybe you're not even going to, Maybe in typical life, you might hook up with somebody on a first, second, third date, and maybe now you're not even going to see them until you've, you know, had three, four, five, six, ten video dates before you even get to see each other face to face, right? And so while that can feel frustrating on the one hand, on the other hand, you can really use it as an opportunity to be like, all right, what do I really want in a partner? What, What do I really want the relationship that I want to be, you know, be in? What does that look like? Um, and really just start to assess when you're getting to know people, like, are, is this person capable of meeting me there? Yes or no. And the people who are, there are a lot of people who aren't going to invest weeks of their time getting to know you without the instant gratification of being able to hook up with you. And so that might suck in the moment, but it's good to know that if you know you want a relationship, that person's not ready for a relationship. 
if they can't spend some time getting to know you, they're not looking for a relationship. Right. And so, and so <laughs> I find myself and you and please feel free to gather me at any point in time. Okay. Okay. But received. <laughs> Permission I'm received. I'm going to be honest in my approach to love or to. So here, like, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that I am open to the idea of meeting someone very much so like i would love companionship i would love a friendship i like i would love all of that however where i find myself in my life right now is that like i am like at the point where i'm like okay i think it's time for you to pour everything into you as a person as a brand as a whatever and i like i, I and i'm still not even there yet also yep realize that like you know it get lonely at night and I also mm-hmm. realize I'm a lot of my friends are in relationships and like I'm like you know a lot of times like oh Bryce come to the lake house with us oh Bryce come watch a movie with us and it's like well damn it's always just me mm-hmm. and so I am at this point where I'm like I and don't get me wrong I don't have like you know I there are people in my body that I text and there are people in my life that I have for a good time I'm uh, sure yes so you know but like I, that <laughs> I'm at the point where I'm like, yeah, I, I want a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I don't, I, I just, I am, I don't, I guess what I'm saying is that like, I am open to evolving with someone, right. but I don't know if that's possible. Is, like, yeah. do I need to evolve by myself first or like, how can you still be open to like the possibility of something but then also be very into what you are doing and be very into like your goals and aspirations or like yes. do the two just not meet? Yes. Oh, this is a really good question. Um, and I think it's an important question because I think a lot of people feel the way you feel, which is like, I, I got all this, all these other things that are really important to me um, that I'm focusing on right now. So I guess it's, it's not the time to get into a relationship. And I think that that can be a valid excuse at times like so say for instance you were like you already have a podcast but say you were this was before you'd launched your podcast and you were like i'm launching my podcast in a month and for this time like this month is going to be crazy so i'm not i'm not focused on dating this month like okay yeah of course that makes sense it's a short term like it's a short term push right and um yeah like absolutely or if you're like oh i'm only gonna be you know i'm in school and i'm gonna be in you know this program for another year in Wisconsin, and I know that I actually am going to move to Florida or whatever. Um, don't move to Florida. It's filled with COVID and racist. But that's <laughs> <laughs> Florida. <laughs> I'm going to move to California. Right? We got a lot of COVID and racist here, too, to be honest. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Not as much as Florida. Um, <laughs> um, then, then again, you, that might be a time where you're like, okay, I, you know, I'm focused on, you know, really getting through this program. It's a short term thing. But that is a slippery slope when you start applying that to just being a person who has life goals. Do you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you're never not going to have goals. You're never not going to have things that you're working on personally and professionally. And I think the idea that we have to wait until we're, you know, this future version of ourselves where we have all our shit together and everything is right and and, and then we'll get into a relationship. That is, um, 
that's a lie that we are told. Um, and that keeps a lot of people from relationships that can really benefit you. And I think, you know, the process of working on yourself, working through your goals, that's a great time to start dating and to meeting people to see who else is in that stage. Who can meet me here? Is There's a real difference. Like, you know, you know this, like there's a real mindset difference between the kind of person who's like, oh, I, there, I want things to be better in my life. So I'm actually going to figure it out. I don't know how, but I'm going to do what I can to figure it out. That's a really different mindset than somebody who's like, nah, this is it. This is what it is. Like, it is what it is. I just take what comes. This is what it is. And, you know, it kind of sucks. But, you know, hey, that's life. Well, and I think part of my problem is I said to gather me and like, I think that that's me. Like, I think that I'm just like, okay, like mm, this is life. This is like, you know, this is my struggle. This is where I'm at and this is what it's going to be. And so I guess where I find a hard time is that like how, like, I mean, I know how to make myself available, but like I don't feel like I'm making myself available in the appropriate channels to receive back the same energy or receive Mm. back energy that matches mine. And also with this like social media day and age and like, you know, I also sometimes may, again, feel free to gather me. I don't know, like, is it my pride that like, I don't really want to reveal that like I am as available as I am. Like, cause then I don't want to be like, I don't want them to think that I don't have this. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm like, you know, India Ivory, I am ready. <laughs> okay. Where are you? Hi? Okay, I need to know. <laughs> so, what you do? <laughs> so, look. Here's the thing. If you the the more the more of um, given despite of everything I just said, it is true mm-hmm. that the more of an empowered place you are the more of a, you know, a joyful place, a peaceful place that you are in your life, you're going to date more successfully and get into a better relationship. Agreed. I like, yes. And like, despite, uh, again, despite everything that I have said, I do find myself in a place in my life where I probably am the most I don't want to say the most, but I am at a place where I am very much so aware of who I am. I am proud of who I am. And I don't have a problem with telling you who I am. Yes. Good. And that's beautiful. And that's growth. And that's growth. And here, but here's a good thing about dating. I mean, and this, maybe this is the phase that you're in. Maybe what you should be focused on right now. And I do think this is actually, okay, this is important. If you're single, (laughs) if you're listening to this and you're single (laughs) and you don't want to be single, it is very important to really figure out like what your starting point is. Because so say everyone listening to this is single and wants to find love. Not everyone who's listening to this who's single who wants to find love is really ready for love, even though they think they are because they want it so badly, right? So it's good to really be honest about where you are on your love journey, as I call it, and know that if you're in a place where, you know, I'm really trying to figure out how to even be more vulnerable, how to get more comfortable with being, you know, authentic, how to just, you know, own who I am and love who I am. If you're in that place, then use dating as a tool to help you go deeper into that rather than be like, okay, my goal right now is to find my one true forever love. First of all, there's not just one person for everyone, but um, (laughs) just to be clear, but rather than having that as a goal, being like, okay, I have a goal right now to really get more comfortable with myself and to really be able to show up in dating and be authentic. I have a goal right now to get confident with, with flirting. I have to, I have a goal right now to get comfortable with 
receiving affection. Like, you know, everybody is in a different place. So, so I think that, you know, just set the goal that's appropriate for where you are right now. Now, tell me again, feel free to gather me. Is, Mm -hmm. is this an appropriate goal that I am open to an entanglement? (laughs) (laughs) So I, okay. I would not, I would not advise against, I would not, I would advise against an entanglement because an entanglement and the fact that she used that word, he's over here saying relationship. Okay. And she's over here saying entanglement. So that right there tells you how um, drama happens. <laughs> but if the drama looked like August Alcina, I'm just saying, I don't mind the Lord Tanglement. Okay. I literally, I had to, I had to Google him. I was like, I've ah, never heard of this person before. Franny. I don't know who this is. I had no idea. I, I'm, I'm old, Bryce. I don't know what these kids be doing. Though Jade is older than me. I'm like, what are you doing with this child? But anyway, actually, I'm like, I know exactly what you were doing with this child. <laughs> okay. Entanglement. Okay. <laughs> Entanglement, girl. <laughs> Entanglement. That's what you were doing. You know, it depends on which side which side of the relationship are you on that you're calling it an entanglement, right? Like that's kind of depends, right? So right. if you are I mean, I see a lot of people just choosing situations that are just so inherently filled with drama that I'm mm. like, just know that you're choosing drama. Yeah, girl, listen, you speak <laughs> into my heart because again, I will be authentically myself and present with you. Uh and again, it's and I, I again, I just want preference this by saying that it's not the energy that I'm seeking. But a lot of the times, the 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 entanglements that I find myself are in are in like like first of all, like men are attracted to my energy. Like that's the fact that I like you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I oftentimes will straight get straight like ones the, too. Sh- yeah, girl, listen, this is where I'm getting at, girl. Yeah, this is where I'm getting at. <laughs> that. I then get entangled with these men mm. who are not comfortable with their sexuality, but mm. they are easy on the eyes. Mm. And I, I recently like read a post where it was just like, we, I am no longer like, I cannot support those type of relationships. Cause one, those type of relationships are what get our trans sisters killed because people aren't like able to be who they are and they are like so scared and so like again where I feel like I'm at a place in my life where it's like I like I want to be somebody arm candy I want someone to like be as excited and as proud to be with me as I am with them Mm -hmm. and so I realized that I have a pattern of entanglement with maybe like they might look delicious they might Never mind delicious, but (laughs) they are not delicious for my soul because Mm -hmm. it's like they're not meeting me there. And again, like I said, it's not that I'm looking for it. It comes my way. However, my issue where I am the culprit is that like I invite these situations. I like I enable them. And so like I am like saying to myself like on this podcast because I hold myself accountable that like I don't want those type of relationships anymore. I don't want them type of situations. I want I don't know what I want. But I, you want more than that. You know what you don't want. Yeah. Yes. 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 Well, knowing what you don't want is powerful because that's a good starting point. You're like, well, I know I don't want this. So it's up to me to stop choosing it, to stop letting it just exist. But, and I know that that's hard. Yes. Easier said than done. Because it's a comfortable thing. And, and this is, and, and if with anything in life that anyone wants to change, whether it's your love life, whether it's your body, whether it's your job, whether it's your mindset, whether it's, it doesn't matter what it is, your finances, whatever it is that you want to change, you have to understand that it is going to be uncomfortable. 
It's going to be uncomfortable. If it was easy, we wouldn't be having this conversation. If it was easy to level up, we we wouldn't be having this conversation. If it was easy to let go of your old shit and your old story and your old trauma, there would we wouldn't be having this conversation, and there would be no, um, you know, there would be no therapists, <laughs> there would be no yes. coaches, there would be no, uh, you know, uh, far- pharmaceuticals that are prescribed to help people with their mental health issues. Like, I mean, it's it's not easy. It's not, and I oh, what I always why I love talking about, but you can do it, but you can do it. Yes, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. for sure. But why I always love talking about you, because I don't know what it is with our relationship or our bond. Like, I, I, I'm not even this honest with, like, my friends about my love life. And so I love the fact that, like, I could just randomly talk to you and just spill my entanglement tea and mess. <laughs> and you receive it in such a loving and, like, you know, that makes me feel like I'm not alone. Aww. So what are some of the ways that you feel in a healthy, productive way that I can move forward on this. You call it a journey. I call it a love pilgrimage. Because <laughs> no, let's, let's have it be a journey. Cause a pilgrimage, first of all, cause a journey could be just as long as a pilgrimage, but a pilgrimage is like, you're going to visit and then you leave and you're going back okay, home. See, see going back to where en- you came from. <laughs> my, my entanglement mentality, girl, G- gather me. <laughs> <laughs> a pilgrimage means you're going to go right back to where you started from. A journey means who knows where you're going to end up, right? Um, <laughs> but the number one thing I would just say is that, first of all, you just, and this is for you, and this is for everyone, really learn to be compassionate towards yourself. Because like I said, it's if it was easy, everyone would do it. If it was easy, it would just, if it was easy, you know, weight, weight loss is a good topic to talk about just because everyone, if you know, everyone quote unquote knows how to lose weight, right? Like we all know, right. like you eat less, you move more, you'll lose weight. That's, we all quote, know that. Why is weight loss a, you know, multi-billion dollar, if not trillion dollar industry? Why is it so challenging for us? It's because the the knowledge is not actually connecting because there's some, there's all this other shit going on. And that shit is not going on in our conscious mind. That shit's going on in our subconscious mind. Okay. So up to 95% of your thought of what you think and what you feel is happening on a subconscious level. So if you're only expecting your logical mind to explain everything to you, you're going to be, you're going to find yourself very stuck and very lacking for understanding. (laughs) Okay. So, but it's fine because then you're like, all right. And this takes just humility. Like it's just think about it that way. Like that's how I think about it. I'm like, I just have to be humble enough to remember that I have a lot of thoughts and feelings and motivations that are not conscious to me. So rather than just being reactive, rather than just staying in a victim mindset of like, why does this keep happening to me? Or da da da, or he sucks, da da da. I have to be like, okay, wait a second. You know, I have, I'll have an argument with my boyfriend, for instance. And, you know, I'm, I'm Scorpio. I'm fiery. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I got that stinger and I'm like, Shh, you know, and, um, we, and girl, then, we know, we, we, <laughs> you know, I got that stinger. And, but then I have to always take a step back and I'd be like, OK, wait a second. Even though he might have said something or done something that, you know, triggered me, I got to understand that it is a trigger, meaning that it wasn't just about him you know, leaving all this, this mess on the counter. It was about how that made me feel and what that reminded me of and my old trauma that I've had been carrying around for my whole life feeling, you know, whatever. And so I have to understand that because then it makes me more able to A, be compassionate towards myself 
because I'm like, all right, well, I have to give myself a break because I want to figure it out. But in order to figure it out, I have to be kind enough to myself to even give myself that permission. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's, 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 you just, you are gathering me because you're right. And I just, as you're talking, I'm literally like in my mind going down the list of things and you're right. Like, am I compassionate to myself? I like to think so. But when I actually think about it, I'm actually harder on myself than I am compassionate. Mm -hmm. And, I thinking because I'm doing it to like motivate and move myself, but right, it doesn't like, work. You know, like it, not at <laughs> not at all. It doesn't work. If beating ourselves up worked, we wouldn't have shit left. We had we wanted to change because we would have beat it out of ourselves. Right. <laughs> Ooh, tell that to my mom. Okay, okay. <laughs> beatings don't work, Barb. It just. <laughs> It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So when you understand that, then you can be like, all right, that is, and that is why you deserve compassion. You deserve compassion because the shit is, you did not choose your issues. You didn't choose your trauma. This shit happened to you and you have just done the best that you possibly could to cope with it up until now. So when you're ready to do better, you have to give yourself that break and be like, all right, I'm ready to do better. So I got to understand that Everything up until now, it was just me doing the best I could with what I knew then. I want to know better. I want to know more. So I'm going to, I have to give myself a break for that. So Uh that's a skill, right? It's a skill. So you can keep practicing it. Just catch yourself, you know? And if you're dealing with a lot of negative self-talk, which I know that you are, just because I know you are, because I know that that's what happens when you, when you're not compassionate towards yourself, then, you know, your mind is like, becomes like your worst enemy in some ways because of the, the loops of negative thinking. That's natural. Everybody has negative thoughts, by the way. And there's no one who is without negative thoughts, but you know, it's, it's, it's how you deal with them. And how out of control they are, right? How prevalent they are. Um, that's where you want to pay attention. And, and just bring your attention to them. And it, once you start to bring your attention to your negative thoughts, if, you, if you're doing this with compassion, then you can actually start to get curious about them. You can be like, okay, wait, why do I, why, why is that my go-to thought? Every time I feel rejected or triggered or sad or lonely or like unacknowledged or why, why is that my reaction? And just to be curious about it, like, I don't know where this comes from. Isn't that like, and, and just to open yourself up to the possibility, like maybe this thing that I've been telling myself for so long isn't even true. That's where my wine at. Because that... that <laughs> That right there, that part. And what if it's not true? If it's not true, then, then, then there's another possibility. There's another reason. And then, ooh, well, what is, well, what could that be? Right. And you apply some compassionate curiosity to it. Maybe, and I'll give you a, a personal example from my own life. Um, I had for many years, starting when I was nine years old, and some little boy in my class who I don't even remember his name, okay, mm. which is just, just tells you how much it wasn't about him. I don't even remember this boy's name, but um, I, I felt rejected by this little boy. I mean, he did reject me. I could tell you the story, but it's dumb. It doesn't matter, okay? The point was, I was like, oh, maybe this boy's cute. Maybe I can like call him on the phone and he'll talk to me. And guess what? He wouldn't, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Right. So I have my first no offense, but I don't want to talk to you. Okay, that's what he said to me. Right. And so I in my little nine year old mind, I just 
made this decision. Boys don't like me. Okay. Mm. So fast forward, I am an adult ass woman <laughs> and I still am carrying this thought around boys don't like me. And so what it, what, and I, and when, whatever it is that we really believe, we, we will do whatever we can, our subconscious that is, we'll do whatever it can to make us write about what we believe, even if we don't want that to be true. You see what I'm so saying? True. Yes. Right. A hundred percent. So I had this, I'm carrying around this belief, boys don't like me. So then what did I do? If a boy did like me, I then had to find a way to make him wrong. Mm. Because, no, no, boys don't like me. Boys don't like me. So if this boy likes me, there's something wrong with him. This is not, this situation should not be. (laughs) So I have to either ignore him or reject him or just push him so far away that I can then be quote unquote right about this thing that I believe. And so I luckily one day, and I call this, I call this, you know, a moment of grace because we have these where sometimes you'll just have this insight and you're like, I don't know where that came from. I don't know how the loop of negative thoughts stopped in that second, but it did. Thank God. And I was thinking, boys don't like me. This thought came into my head. And for whatever reason on this day, I was like, you know what? I've been thinking that thought since I was a child. I don't even know is that even true? And I was like, oh. I was like, I don't know. It feels true. I got a lot of evidence of a lot of boys who don't like me. Okay. I had a, a whole, I was like, I could fill a book with the names of boys who don't like me. <laughs> okay. Because that's what I was paying attention to. That's what I was attracted to. I was attracted to boys who didn't like me. Right. And so, but then just because that one day I was like, Hmm, I don't, maybe that's not even true. And I was like, I don't know. feels pretty true, but I don't know. And just because I had that one moment of questioning that, the next time I thought it, which was like, I don't know, the next day, <laughs> it's a recurring thought, right? I was like, wow, I really do think that all the time. Then I just started to bring curiosity to it. Like, how often am I thinking this thought? Wow. And because I started to challenge the thought, then I was like, okay, wait a second. Well, there was that boy who liked me. <laughs> and there was that boy that liked me. Oh, and maybe that guy over there is smiling at me because maybe he <laughs> likes me. It just like like my whole world view right. just started to change. And then one day when that thought and these thoughts are repetitive, right? They actually form like neural pathways in our brain. So they just they're just going on a loop like, woo, wee, you know, and uh, but once you interrupt it, then it's like, oh, wait, I'm losing some of my momentum here, <laughs> you know? Which is why, oh, you don't have to try to override it. And that's what I think a lot of people, where we mess up when it comes to these negative thoughts, because we try to override them. We're like, no, no, that's not true. No, 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 that's not true. No, they're, they're you know, if, if I think boys don't like me, no, no, I'm beautiful, I'm sexy, I'm desirable. Everyone, you know, that doesn't yeah. work because that the inside you're going bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? So it doesn't work. So you can't try to override it. All you can start to do is bring your attention to it and then consider the possibility. Just challenge it. Maybe it's mm. wrong. Even if I'm 90, 90, 999.9 or, you know, not 900, you know, 99.9%, <laughs> 99.9% sure that it is 100%. I guess it's possible. It's an infinitesimal possibility that I'm wrong. Even that is progress. Even that can change right. your life. <laughs> That's yeah. I this this is this is why I called you. I now, I just had to be honest. I really want to just transport my nine year old self to that boy so I could go beat him up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> don't try my friend. Thank you, but, boys. 
Thank you, bro. I, I wish I could remember his name so I could look him up now and be like, you, I can't believe I let you right. know. But it wasn't about him, you know? Right. It was it's just about you and your experience. And I don't think that people validate. And I, what I always talk about on my podcast is like trauma. Like sometimes people don't realize what trauma is. Trauma literally can understand. be you going to get ice cream with your family and you wanting vanilla and they gave you chocolate. Like yes. they don't, they, they can't. <laughs> process that that like listen that you yes you as an adult are like it makes sense but you sometimes have to go and speak back to that child which is what I love and why I'm so grateful to have you as a friend that I can have these conversations with but before we go and close can you just like wrap up to my purple pants posse which (laughs) are the things that we need to do in order to open ourselves or to start to be able to open ourselves up to the possibility of Dating different, yes. loving different, and yes. being open because I just want to make sure my posse hear it. Yes. That they know and really so I can listen back to it and take notes. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's really for me. But <laughs> um, okay, so this is gonna sound self serving, but genuinely I have a quiz um that I created. It's called What's Your Dating Archetype The Dating Archetype Quiz? And um I'll I'll, I'll, well, if anybody goes to my Instagram, it's in my bio. Um, I'm at Dear Franny on Instagram. And it's also um, on my website, which is my name, which is just FrancescaHoagie.com. But I really actually, it's really helpful for people to to, re- to do that quiz. It's only 10 questions. It's very quick and it's very accurate. I just say so myself. <laughs> um, and, um, but it's, it's very helpful just to, if you, if you recognize yourself in your, in your archetype, and if you don't, you're like, mm, this isn't right. This quiz isn't accurate. At least read the others. There's only four. Read them because one of them, you will, you will identify with one of them. Okay. Um, and that'll help you to understand kind of more objectively, maybe where, how close you are to having that, you know, that really ultimate love, committed relationship you're looking for. Um, so that could be help. That's really helpful. But then also starting with just that self-compassion, number one, when I talk about self-love, self-compassion is number one, because once you're able to bring that, you know, real compassion to yourself, then you can start to bring the curiosity to, okay, why am, why am I attracted to this? Why do I find myself always in this same situation? You can start to ask the questions. And if you ask them with compassion, you will start to get answers. Like you'll start to get insights, right? And that's how you then, and then you have an option to change. That's how you make choices. But you've got to bring that real self-awareness to your situation. And it's really difficult to do that if you don't have compassion. So that's the number one thing. Honestly, if you start there, you'll get all the way to the relationship, but it might just take you longer because, you know, there's other steps after that, <laughs> right? It's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey, but that's the starting point, right? And then, and then, and then, you know, like I said about the negative self-talk, because that's a part of self-compassion is dealing with that. And it's part of that curiosity, right? Bringing that curiosity, questioning, is this true? Maybe it's not. Maybe even if it has been true up until now, it won't always be true. If it wasn't always going to be true, what would have to change? What can I do differently? Right. So it's really focusing on yourself, just knowing that the people that you are attracted to um, and, you know, the people that you're saying yes to, the people that you're letting talk into, you're letting them talk you into going out, whatever your pattern is, you are playing out. um, You're playing out an old story. Right. By that, by that choice over and over again. So when you bring your attention to it and you start to get curious about it, then you can start to choose a new story. Be like, oh, wait, you know what? You're right. Every time I 
every every time I start dating someone, I realize like they're just looking for sex. I'm actually looking for a relationship, and but I think that I can change their minds, and then I wind up hurt. Mm. That keeps happening to me. So I've always been mad at them. And I've always been vilifying my exes and this one who hurt me and that one who hurt me. But what are the ways in which I co-created that dynamic? You know, so just asking yourself those types of questions, you start to get a lot of information and then you can start to make different choices. And you can be like, well, why? Why? Why do I keep doing that? I tell you, if you can just ask yourself why with compassion, your life will change. Why your money? Why your job? Why your relationship with your body? Why your relationship with sex? All if you just start asking yourself questions, why? 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 Where did this come from? Right? Why? Who told me that it had to be this way? Who told me that? And just start to question it, question it, question it. What you said about trauma, Bryce, is so true, and I really hope that people hear that. Trauma is not just something you know, horrible six o'clock news headline happened to you. Like you said, it can be that small. It can be one time that you were really excited about this co- this coloring you just did and you were like trying to get your mom's attention and she was distracted and she was like, oh, not now. And she swatted you away and you were traumatized by that and you were like, I can't get love. I'm not worthy of love. No one's ever going to love me. Literally, that's how our brains work when we're children. Right. So that's why you have to be compassionate towards yourself. You're like, I didn't, I can see now how maybe I shouldn't have set my entire, you know, uh, self-esteem and like view, view of myself based on the one time my mom was too busy to look at my drawing. (laughs) But it's not happening from a logical place. It's happening from a subconscious place. And that is why you bring that compassion to it that's how you can start to understand it and that's how you heal it the understanding is how you start to heal it right so um that's my advice really just I, i'm here i receive it i uh, <laughs> i, I tr- tr- listen that ain't that's not entangled for me i receive that and i whenever i do podcasts i it's, do you ever find what i find is when i interview people or when i have them on my podcast i will do the podcast and i will think i got something out of it but baby when i go back and listen i am like well when the hell did she say that <laughs> like i i like i i receive it i guess because i'm so in the like the host mode and i want to make sure that we have a like a pleasant conversation that like i don't think my mind like comprehends and so like literally like i am like you know i'm working two sides of my mind here i'm like i want to like have a great like conversation with you but i also can't wait until like this is over so i go back and listen to it and truly like receive it because Mm. it's it's something so different and like and what i'm learning from podcasting is like actually like recording and then going back and hearing it. Yes. And so I, I'm so excited for this podcast because I know that you speak the truth. I know that you come from a place of love and compassion. And I know that you truly like want whoever you come in contact to be the best version of themselves. And I, I want that for people as well too. And I think that that's why we have this like connection mm-hmm. uh, with each other that is like so cemented. Like it's like, like you my girl for life, period. Like, yeah. and you know, it's not always that way with people. And so why I'm just always so grateful and I am just thankful for you to come on my podcast. It's an honor. Oh. And you know, if whoever is listening, y'all need to make sure you check out Francesca. You can follow her on Instagram at Dear Franny. You can check her out on the Dear Franny podcast on Instagram. Make sure you go to her website, FrancescaHoagie.com, to get all of this goodness. Thank you so much. I love you. I love Thank you, you so much. Thank you, honey. You're the best. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it is time for us. 
Alright everyone, welcome back to another edition of Advice with Bryce. So let's go ahead and get right into this week's submission. Dear Bryce, I am a recent college graduate and have moved back since finishing school. Being back home has been great for me to reconnect with my family and close friends. I haven't been able to hang out with them for a while. However, being back home has also brought me a sense of loneliness, which is rare for me to say since I'm back home with more family and friends than I had when I was away in school. A lot of my friends are now married or in serious relationships, and I am the single friend that feels like the third wheel. While my friends are great and always include me in everything, it's still a constant reminder that I'm alone and don't have anyone special in my life. More recently, due to my feelings of being the third wheel, I haven't been hanging out as much with my friend circle, and they are starting to notice. They ask me if everything is okay or what's wrong. Since being a loyal member of the Purple Pants Posse, I have a feeling you can relate. Any advice from you is much appreciated. Love you, baby boy. Becca from the Bay Area. Thanks, Nasir. And hey, Becca, like, yes, come on, Purple Pants Posse. You know me very well because I can speak to this subject because it's practically my own life. With that being said, I have a lot to say on this subject matter and I am still learning on this subject matter. But one, after talking to Francesca this week, I think that it's important for you and myself and whoever this can apply to is that we give ourselves compassion and that like knowing that feeling of loneliness that we have that it's valid and I think that one, validating that can go a long way. Two, I feel like if your friends notice a change in you and like you said that they're asking you what's wrong what's going on I think that you should open up to them if they are your friends and you trust them and you believe it to be a safe place then you can tell them like I feel lonely it's not anything that you guys are doing but you know being around you guys kind of sometimes amplifies the fact that I am alone there's nothing wrong with that so speak your piece let them know how you feel and they are your friends so they should support you I think it's also important for you to let them know that they're not doing anything wrong this is just true triggering something in you that you need to deal with and having their support is greatly appreciated one of the things that when I think about this situation I think about like my friendship with my friend Sarah and E. Berrios shout out to E. Berrios he got that new single coming out on Friday so make sure we all go out and support but when Eddie and Sarah got together this I felt this way in my relationship with Sarah because I was so close to Sarah and we were such good friends and the dynamic changed and then it became like Sarah and Eddie and Bryce And so we kind of sort of had to like navigate that through me being transparent and opening up to Sarah saying like how I feel. And Sarah also being such a great friend to me, she was like, yes, it doesn't always have to be the Sarah, Eddie and Bryce show. Like I want to also spend time with my friend. And so what Sarah and I have done is made sure that we make time for our friendship, that we make time for just Sarah and Bryce time. And I think that with the group of friends that you have and that they have their significant others, I think it's important that you spend time with just your friends that it's just you a one-on-one connection because there's something to be said about a connection with you and your friend and it's just what you guys share it doesn't have to be a collective also what I think is very important is that even though these feelings of loneliness and that like you're not with somebody comes out when you are with your friends we can't let that hinder our friendships or hanging out with them and so that's where like self-work self-compassion comes in where we really have open and honest conversations 
conversations with ourselves and like you know it do we want a relationship what are we doing about getting a relationship and like that kind of conversation however it should not stop you from hanging out with your friends and if it does then we you we got to reassess we got to talk to ourselves we got to figure out how we can overcome this hurdle it doesn't necessarily have to be a hurdle that you tackle on your own utilize your support system utilize your natural supports and and talk with your friends about this ask for their advice and you know but it's important to include them in the conversation and it's also important that you're able to recognize this that like you know this sense of loneliness from hanging out with them it kind of is forcing you to back up and put a distance between that and that's a problem and I think that one acknowledging it and two trying to actually Put in tangible goals that you can do to stop this feeling. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm all for taking a moment, taking your time. We need that. But our friends are very crucial to our life. And especially in this COVID time, you've just moved back home from school and you're reconnecting with them. You don't want this to be a point of contention. You don't want this to be like, oh, we can't invite Becca around because we 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 don't want her to feel a type of way. You don't want that. But you also want a safe place where you can talk about your feelings and that you can grow and help your friends be a part of that process. And trust me when I tell you, I'm talking, I'm giving you advice, but I'm truly talking to myself. And that it's important for us to realize that and to not let it be a, a hurdle. Like, you know, we all want a little entanglement, but, you know. At in its right time, maybe we are not ready. Maybe we still have some things that we have to work on on ourselves, or maybe we are not putting ourselves out there enough to get not to get, but we're not making ourselves available. Sometimes we think like, "Oh, I want somebody," but we're not making ourselves available. So this causes for a lot of self growth. But don't let this obstacle stop you from creating memories and great times with your friends. And trust me, Becca, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like a lot of my friends are married. They have children. They're in serious relationships. And it definitely changes the dynamic of our friendships. But however, I always look at friendships as a roller coaster. There's highs, there's lows, there's peaks, there's valleys. But if these are your true friends, then guess what? That's a ride I want to sign up for. That's a roller coaster that I'm going to ride with because I am loyal to the soil. I am loyal to the people that love and respect me. And it sounds like from your what you're writing is that like these people are good people and that you want them around i truly believe if you kind of like take in compassion with yourself you know reassess what actually this trigger means to you and put applicable things to do to get yourself where you want to be and maybe it's working on yourself maybe it's putting yourself out there so that you can date but not closing yourself off from your friends is not the answer and i trust me i've been there i've done it myself and it it definitely is it and i am lucky enough that i've got great friends that I can have this conversation with and I encourage you to have that conversation with your friends and so yes make sure you email me back or listen because I listen if you want to talk girl this is a subject I absolutely can talk about okay and once again if you feel like you need advice with Bryce please do not hesitate to reach out to the purple pants podcast you can contact Bryce at purplepantspodcast at gmail.com the following message is brought to you by give me a beat Give me an A. A. Give me an R. R. Give me a B. 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 Let me hear it. B. A. R. B. Bar. 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 B. A. R. B. Bar. 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 Hi, this is Miss Barb, and once again, I'd like to share with you a few words 
I know life is hard. I know sometimes you feel like giving up on people and on yourself. I know you have good days and bad days, but more bad than good, or so it seems. I know every day you question yourself, what is all this for? Am I making the right choices? Or am I supposed to be here now? I know you have more questions than answers, and most of the time, you don't even know how to explain them. I know life is hard, but you have to keep going. You have to rise above the waters of your soul and bloom, no matter how hot the fire is. No matter how many arrows you carry on your back, believe me, you're a warrior. You're a soldier filled with both pain and love. And life, well, life is just another beast you were meant to tame. And there is no one better for that job other than you. Love you. Thanks, Mommy, for that great Barb's message. And sometimes I wonder, like, is my mom have a video camera or a microphone on me that she knows what's going on in my life? But obviously my mom gave birth to me. And so, again, these Barb's messages speak to me and to my soul. But if you got something out of this Barb's message, you know what I'm about to say. Yes, tweet me, DM me, send me a message because my mom truly loves the feedback. You know, she looks at this as like a job that like, you know, she wants to inspire and, you know, uplift other people. So she loves to hear the feedback. So make sure sure you tweet me send me a message because i screenshot it and send it right to miss barb who's the freak who's the freak who's the freak of the week who's that who's that who's that freaky freaky freak who's the freak of the week Yeah, so we have found our way to the freak of the week. And what one thing that I love about my podcast is that it just seems to come together. There always seems to be a thread and it's really not my plan. It truly happens. And just with like, you know, Jada with this entanglement with August, Alcina, me trying to find my own entanglement. When you know what? Francesca said it's not an entanglement, it's not a pilgrimage, my own love journey. And even like for the advice with Bryce this week to be about somebody that is feeling lonely and without love and listen so no come on let's entangle a little bit more for the freak of the week baby so i was minding my business you know you know how i do you know what your baby boy do be wetting my whistle and scrolling through the instagram and baby listen sound the alarm I scroll on the Instagram page of Donathan Hurley, okay? And listen, he posted, finally found the man, okay? Listen. And you know it's official when you change your status on Facebook to in a relationship. So Donathan took a screenshot of his in a relationship and posted it to the Instagram and saying, finally found the man, okay? Then a day later or two days later, he wrote, he completes me. 
my man. And then, okay, it, it's Mo. Okay, yes. Then two days after that, he wrote, we're right on time and out of nowhere. And it's a picture of Jonathan looking entangled with his boyfriend kissing. So I, yes, I was like, oh, okay. Jonathan getting a little, okay, little PG-13 on the Instagram. But me as a member of the LGBTQ community and knowing what the process is like to finally find someone that, you know, you feel completes you. And I've had personal conversations with Jonathan about love and his love life. And so I know how much this has to mean to him. So I'm so excited that Jonathan has a new love interest in his life and it's only right and befitting that you know if he's entangled and loved and baby boy you done made the freak of the week Donathan so you know what you gotta do purple pants posse okay he done posted three photos on his Instagram Donathan Hurley go find them and tag them up y'all ain't been tagging them up I feel some type of way okay I'm in my entangled feelings that my purple pants posse ain't letting the freak of the week know that they the freak of the week but listen make sure you go let Donathan know and congratulate him on his new relationship although Donathan is entangled in love right now you know it brings me a little sadness because if we at the freak of the week and we talking about Donathan's entanglement that means we're at an end to another amazing episode I want to just thank so much my purple pants posse thanks so much the new listeners for staying in there hanging in there and I hope that you got something out of it because I truly give myself to you guys here at the purple pants podcast and I thank you so much for allowing me to be me and accept me for that so I greatly appreciate it and if you enjoyed this podcast make sure you subscribe okay make sure you give me a rating make sure you give your baby boy a five star review and tell a friend to 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 tell a friend that Issa 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 it's the purple pants it's the purple pants it's the purple pants podcast you better get your headphones and listen up quick the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants.